You're listening to the Recovering Corpaholics podcast with host Felicia Stivelman, the podcast to help big four professionals quit the corporate games and break free into a meaningful career. In today's episode, we're going to talk about your finances and how to financially prepare for quitting your big four job. Find the full show notes for this episode at recoveringcorpaholics.com slash three. And don't forget to jump over to Apple Podcasts and hit that subscribe button. All right, so let's dive right in. If you're listening to this episode, that means you are ready to call it quits. But being ready doesn't necessarily mean that you're prepared to leave your job. You may be dreaming of telling your boss that you're leaving and even cueing that famous half-baked movie scene. But before you tell everyone, F you, F you, you're cool, I'm out. It's so important that you have your finances in order. I get it. You may be working on another boring project with a terrible team or are working 100-hour weeks and just need a break. But whatever the case may be, let's take a step back from how we're feeling and get prepared. Although it is tempting to just quit and have that huge weight lifted off your shoulders, what may be more stressful is trying to figure out how you're going to pay your bills or having to move back home if you make the move too soon. So if you must quit your job in order to job search or just need that break right now, here are five steps to help you get financially ready to quit your big four job. First, know what you spend your money on. This is key. You need to track your spending. Even if you weren't leaving your job, this is just so important. You may not realize just how much money you spend on things, and when you add it all up, you might be quite surprised. That $5 latte you get every day? Well, that adds up to $100 a month each workday, or $1,200 a year. Now, if you go to Starbucks, you're probably spending more than $5, but you get what I'm saying. And $1,200 may seem relatively small compared to your salary, but this is just an example. Think about how much you go out to eat, or if you're spending on new clothes, gadgets, whatever. All of these things add up. And being used to making a big salary, you never had to think about these things. But let me tell you, the sooner you do, the easier it will get. And I want to caveat this step by saying, this is not about saving money. This is all about budgeting and setting expectations on the lifestyle you want to live You all know how to do this. You all are smart. I mean, you have to be if you're working at a big four, so you know that this isn't something new. And I stress this because working at a big four long enough, you get comfortable. You know the money is always coming in. You know you're always gonna get that bonus, but when switching job that's outside of this world, or if you're even saving for a house or anything like that, it is time to get real with your finances. The next step is analyzing your expenses. When you're going through your finances, the first thing you want to look at is all of your fixed monthly expenses. This would include your rent, your mortgage or insurance, your car payment, utilities, student loans, phone bills, anything that you have to pay that you have a contract with each month. These are the most important to go through as they are not going away. You can choose to not get your latte every day, but you can't just decide not to pay your rent one month. Total that up and keep that number to the side. 
Then look at how much you are spending on other expenses each month, such as groceries, eating out, going out, purchases, all of that stuff. Also look at those sneaky monthly subscriptions as sometimes we forget about them. I'm talking about Netflix, Hulu, LinkedIn Pro, any of the other apps that you got during COVID. And think about some of the music apps you have. You know, are you spending money on iTunes, Spotify, and on Pandora? Really look at the subscriptions you have. They are so sneaky. And once you have all that information, I want you to add everything up for the past three months to get a good idea of how much you really spend and need each month. See what you can cut off right off the bat. Again, do you really need Netflix and Hulu and Apple Plus? Can you share with a family? Are you eating out way too much? Maybe it's time to start cooking at home. Again, add it all up. I know it doesn't seem like much, but if you're not getting that big four salary every two weeks like you're accustomed to, things may be difficult. So do the work now. And if you wanna make it easier, there's apps that can help you with this. And even your bank may offer services to help you categorize and budget your spending. I know the app that I use is Mint, and I love that they categorize and honestly do all the work for me. I just set my limits in each bucket, such as my house payments, my health payments, my beauty, my groceries, all those different things, and it puts my spending in each of those buckets so I can actually look at it and see where I'm under or over budget. And I make sure that I look at this weekly. And if you're looking for a new job or you're planning to quit your job and look for one, you need to look at this maybe even daily if you're a big spender. And I can't stress this enough. Just get in the habit now. It will be so much easier in the long run. The next step I want you to do is just look at how much you have saved. And I'm not talking about 401k investments or other things, as I don't recommend touching those due to penalties and taxes, but look at what true savings you have. Then take that number and divide it by all of your expenses. How many months can you go looking for a job without making an income? Maybe not as long as you thought. Now, this is a touchy subject. Some people say that you should have a six-month emergency fund and another six-month save for job searching. But in my opinion, not a lot of people have a year of salary in a regular savings account just sitting around for them to use at their leisure. If you do, fantastic. If you don't, let's come up with a real solution as I don't want this to be the reason that you feel stuck. Know what you need and add maybe a month or two. It's always better to overestimate how much money you will need than to underestimate. Maybe you're going to have to make some life changes, but if this is what you really want to do and you're desperate to do it now and you have to quit your job, then you're going to have to make those sacrifices. And if you don't have any savings, then see how you can job search while working. Can you make it work? Can you switch departments? Can you just take a leave of absence if you really need that break? Think about every scenario and every option that you have. The next step is to make changes. It is time to really analyze and go through everything and see where you can make cuts that won't really sacrifice your quality of life. For example, before I quit my job, I refinanced my student loans in half to help with my expenses. 
I also cut my interest rate in half. So it was a win-win for me. And to everyone listening out there, even if you're not planning to quit your job um, for job hunting, I always recommend always looking to see if you can get the best interest rate for your student loans if you still have them. Another example I have is for my car lease. My car lease was up in a couple of months before I quit my job, and I learned that it was cheaper for me to Uber everywhere than it was for me to actually have a car and pay for insurance and gas and that monthly payment. So just see what you can do. Now that you have a deep understanding of your finances, where you're spending money on, and where you can make cuts, the next step is for you to make your plan. Now, if you know the career or job you're going to move to next, then it may be easy for you to put together a plan. But if you're not 100% sure where you wanna go next, then it may take you more time. What I always tell my clients, the goal here is to not just get another job, The goal is to find a meaningful career. When I was done with traveling and working crazy hours as a consultant, I went internal thinking it was going to solve all of my problems. But in no time, I was just as unfulfilled there, working crazy hours, now just at home versus on the road. So be sure to incorporate finding what you really want to do as part of your plan. Also think about the job search overall. Where are you applying? When? Is your resume up to date? Are you ready for interviews? Do you need to get any certifications or renew education? How are you going to network? And this is all important and relates financially because how long your plan is going to take you to get another job is how much money you're going to need if you don't plan to work. Now, this is what I love to do and it is my specialty. I help my clients go from finding jobs they never thought were possible to networking, interviewing, resume, and brand building. I stay all the way with you till you are hired. It is what I love to do. So if you're serious about breaking free from the corporate games and finding a career on your terms now, go to recoveringcorpaholics.com to apply now for my signature program. Now, the next step here is I want you to make your backup plan. Plans don't always work out, especially with everything going on right now with the pandemic. Things can change at an instant. So be prepared. Is it going back to your job if you did quit? Is it finding part-time work? Is it being a consultant on the side, maybe doing the same work till you actually land what you want to do? Whatever the case may be, have that backup plan ready just in case it takes you longer and you run out of funds. Although I was not fulfilled with my actual work at the job I had, I was lucky to love the team I worked on and I really loved the company. So I made sure when I left, I gave ample notice and left on good terms just in case I needed to go back. I also came up with a few ways I could make money on the side just in case I wasn't making enough money in coaching. So do what you need to do. This is your life that we're talking about. And that is how you financially prepare to leave your big four job. As I've said earlier, really take the time to be prepared when you're leaving so you're not going from one major stress to another. Having a solid foundation when leaving is critical to ensuring you make it work. That's all for this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week. Stay inspired and live powerfully. Thanks for tuning in to the Recovering Corpaholics podcast. For show notes, to stay connected, and learn more about our show, 
find us online at recoveringcorpaholics.com. And if you're listening on the Apple Podcast app, show your support by subscribing and reviewing this show. See you next week, everyone.